Okay, welcome back to the Mindful Psychonaut podcast. Now, before we start, uh, hopefully the rain in my car is not uh, too loud. Um, and if anything, will just serve as a little bit of background noise. Uh, so anyway, today we're going to be talking about the sense of self. Um, so, what is the sense of self? Um, we tend to identify ourselves not necessarily as the body that we have, um, but more of a psychological something, um, what you may call a soul or conscience perhaps. The body is simply something that you have, not that you are. Uh, we say, I have two hands, I have two ears, not I am two hands, I am two ears. That doesn't necessarily make much sense. Um, and the experience of living is, is quite complicated. Each day we do our best to make sense out of the experience that we have. Um, listening to a YouTube video from Dr. James Cook, he's a, uh, I think he's a neuroscientist, um, but also an advocate of kind of psychedelics, so does research um, in that area, um, and uses a really nice metaphor for this. The sense of self is, metaphorically speaking, a room, uh, one room in a house of many rooms. For some, all that they know is that one room. There is nothing else to the house but that room. If someone were to ask the person living in that room about the other rooms, they would, they would stand confused, simply understanding that the house they live in to be only that one room. This is similar to consciousness. Often individuals will think that consciousness is just the sense of self and know nothing else. It's just you, the sense of self. However, consciousness is far more expansive than just that one room. Practicing mindfulness, um, or like I said before, psychedelics, um, can allow you to venture out and discover new rooms to consciousness. It allows you to be able to view the self as a room, as part of the house, rather than the entire house. Having the realization that the mind is not just a self can be freeing and can provide profound change to the experience of the world. And in some ways we can also use the ski slope analogy as I've used in previous episodes in that regular patterns of thinking as we develop um, are our normal op uh, way of functioning and the awareness of these patterns that there is you can get you can gain an awareness of alternative choices and thoughts that are possible it's the same with consciousness uh, the standard view of consciousness is often limited to the self who you are and profound experiences um, or practicing mindfulness can change the experience of consciousness in ways that were previously unknown like venturing out into those other rooms Viewing yourself as an organism, separate to the world around us, simply makes functioning and thinking easier. 
Um, from the day that we're born, we don't necessarily have a sense of self, but it's something that we develop as we grow, uh, as we grow older. I think babies are. I think the psychedelic experience can sometimes be felt as if you might be a baby in in, in like a baby-like state where it is just raw experience of what is around you um, babies don't really have a, a sense of self they don't identify with their name at least not initially um, and it's something that gets built up they start to play around and and, and they get to understand what is what is themselves and what is not themselves or at least that's something that they start to do um, in their way of growing and being able to function in the world the way that we develop as we grow is by identifying patterns within the world and associating different qualities to those patterns uh, the water in a wave, for example, is no different to the rest of the water in the ocean, but simply that it forms a different pattern. Um, and we're able to recognize it as a wave and identify it, give it a, a label, say this is a wave. Uh, for example, I'm in the car. Uh, we, It's not it's something that we've made it's something that we've labeled and said this collection of things is a car um, because it's a lot more difficult um, to think of it as many many separate things that all work together it's just easier um, to call it a car and the same with everything else um, and the same with ourselves uh, so yeah, this can be applied when thinking about the self. Uh, so we identify patterns such as seeing our hands and our nose as being separate to other patterns. Um, this pattern recognition is is quite useful in terms of survival. Um, it, it's important to be able to recognize that you're dependent upon the body that you have. And that other identified patterns can aid or obstruct your experience in the world. Uh, this could be something like food, for example. You can start to uh, find the pattern. Just discover, okay, this is a pattern of something. It might be a banana, for example. Um, and you can associate the pattern of a banana as energy for example as food something that is going to help you something that's going to aid you um, and, and and the same goes for other things which might not be useful things that might deter you so um, unpleasant smells might be associated with um, something harmful or potentially dangerous um, and it's this very function which is why we identify so heavily with the self the sense of self is dualistic as you view the world from a subject object point of view um, you identify the pattern that is you 
um, it involves, or the, the pattern that is human, it involves uh, having a body and what things are in the, in the human body. Um, it allows us to identify the pattern of, well, this is a small human, this is a baby, uh, this is a larger human, this is a chimp, this is a, uh, a cat. You can see the patterns and identify it and label it. Um, and you do that with yourself. You, you identify the patterns of yourself and you label it as this you label it as this one thing. You label it as Joel. You label it as yourself. Um, but the practice of mindfulness, um, or even the use of psychedelics, can start to break down this distinction between subject and object. It's not necessarily, I am this, and everything else is that. It is more, the, the line between the two almost gets broken down, can be broken down. The distinction between subject and object, um, yeah, it, it, it's broken down, which allows the sense of self to dissipate, um, at least momentarily, um, for an experience of consciousness previously unknown to, to that has, to that which has been the normal experience. Um, I don't think, as a child, it's not you don't think about the sense of self um, and maybe even as an adult you don't think about the sense of self you just think about you you just think well, that is all there is that is is just the one room that is consciousness consciousness is me but it's not necessarily the case the line between subject and object becomes blurry. The numerous functions of our body um, that, that, that occur in our body that we just don't really know how they occur, how we do that thing. Um, how do we digest food? How do we make our muscles work? It, it, obviously we know scientifically kind of how things function, but how do we actually go about making that happen? How do we continue all these processes um, that occur without us even thinking about them? Um, and in that sense, it's very much, it can really make you feel like an observer or a passenger that is just experiencing the world and, and is conscious from the body, uh, not that we are the body that makes sense. Um, it's possible to view and understand that the self is an illusion. Um, and with that, the problem of the self, uh, the worries and stresses that you may have, um, whether it be social interactions, maybe you don't think that you, uh, your friends like you, maybe you, you're not sure if you're dressing well or if, if they want to talk to you. There's so many different stresses associated with having a self. 
um, the worries um, that you may have from that, which do kind of seem very overpowering um, and overwhelming in, in that situation. Those worries and stresses can, can cease to be a problem, uh, or at least they can be diminished quite a lot. And that's mainly because the self the self with which the problem is occurring isn't necessarily real. It's one of those rooms. It's one of those rooms that most people choose to spend their time in, or at least we spend most of our time in, um, and some people spend all of their time in. But it's simply something that we've constructed, something that we've made and we've associated the pattern of whatever a self might be and we've associated ourselves with it um, and really held that close and I guess the question now is what do you do now that you're aware that it's not just the sense of self what do you do when you realize that the house that you live in that your consciousness is not just the one room um, and that it is a house full of many many rooms for you to explore um, personally I I have enjoyed and are curious about exploring those rooms knowing knowing that it's not just the sense of self and that consciousness is um, not limited to that it's not just you it's it's you is something that you have created it's this pattern that you've associated with yourself and to be able to step outside of that can profoundly change your view of the world um, and I think it would probably change your view of the world permanently um, at least until something else comes along and profoundly changes it again um, but to think to, to try and put myself in the mindset of how I was maybe three or four years ago just I I don't know obviously that's quite a hard thing to do anyway uh, if you were uh, um, three or four years ago if I tried to think about putting myself in the mindset of being three or four years younger then it would be quite difficult but even more so now knowing that there are more rooms to explore knowing that consciousness is not limited um, by that and and that the the nature of experience can be so profound and fascinating in, in, in so many ways and just so much more than you ever thought was possible. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's kind of incredible. Um, and I think knowing that it's not just your sense of self it can be quite a useful tool obviously day-to-day -to -day life functioning in a community 
in a society with lots of lots of people that you have to interact with uh, generally you are going to have to ident you're going to have to be in that uh, sense of self kind of you're going to have to be in that room quite a lot um, and obviously there are there are stresses and, and things that you'll have to deal with which might not be pleasant in that regarding sense of self um, and I think it allows me to process things better it allows me to take a step back um, in my mindfulness practice I will sit eyes closed or open and follow the breath and just try to be focused on the breath but you can the, the breath is one 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 thing that you can focus on you can focus on anything the focus on the sensation of sitting um, the sounds that you hear the rain um, anything you can focus on anything uh, maybe a visual point you're focusing on a uh, a fork on the table there's, there's so many different things that you could focus on but it's focusing on something and being aware of the experience and it it definitely it allows you to just experience things without distraction without your sense of self coming in and saying oh remember that conversation you had an hour ago with this person why did you say that why did you do this or uh, what are you doing later like there's lots of things that may crop up um, and being mindful being being able to, to 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 separate yourself from the self from that stressful situation take a step back just experience everything just sit and experience things without distraction and then come back come back to that sense of self tackle it again um but I think being able to, to, to come out of that and realize that that is just one room separate to many other rooms that are, are available, um, I think it gives a lot more control under how you feel. You don't have to hold on to um, negative emotions or or, or worries you, you don't have to hold on to that all the time because that's not all that there is that's not the only thing for existence and, and your experience of the world your experience can simply be sitting listening having the experience of your hands in front of your face and 
the pressure of you sitting down and the sounds of all these things are just occurring um, the experience you're not making these things happen obviously the body that you are in it's allowing the th the thoughts and the sounds and the sight and every experience that you have to arise to simply occur uh, people say that thoughts just come to them randomly and i don't know who makes thoughts or what what thoughts are but you don't necessarily make them they just kind of arise um, and it's the same with everything else it's the same with what you see it's just something that arises it's something that is part of the experience of being in this physical state and obviously physical states can change from person to person maybe someone is born with defective eyes or um, poor hearing for example and it can change the experience from person to person but it is simply an experience it's simply something that arises um, and i don't have much more to say i think there's a lot that can be said about the sense of self and it's definitely a very challenging thing to think about um given that you are dealing with something that is so uh true to who you are or who you think you are um and it's quite difficult to tackle if you've not um almost experienced going into those other rooms uh, but it is definitely something that changes your view of the world um, and and I think it makes the experience of living far more exciting and far more there's far more potential for experience um, and knowing that consciousness is not limited to just that sense of self is 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 truly freeing but apart from that if you enjoyed um or have any thoughts about it then do let me know um and hopefully you will return again for another episode of the mindful psychonaut podcast <laughs>